on track for a beautiful weekend here in the city. Temperature is going to feel a little bit more fall like as of Monday next week. So, if you're thinking about what you can do to get out and enjoy the sunshine, Kaleido Festival might be something that you want to check out. It kicks off tomorrow. Let's get all the details about this annual event with the executive director for Arts on the Ave, Christy Morin. Christy, always good to talk to you. How are you doing? Hey, Chelsea, doing really well. Thanks for having me on. I'm so excited to talk about this one because Kaleido Festival has been around for a few years here in our community and continues to be a really important one. I think you're going to do this better justice than I will to really define exactly what Kaleido Festival is. Define this this event oh, for us. That is a tough one, but I'll do my best. <laughs> so Kaleido has been around 18 years and it is an incredibly joyous festival that brings together all of the arts and community, and this year some sport. So we have film, music, theater, dance, street performances, galleries, artisans, food trucks, and it's on 118th Avenue for five blocks. We close down 118 Ave, which is such a joy, 90 to 95 Street, and it's um, it's just a really radically open arts festival. So who is it for? Who's your demographic? Our festival is for all of Edmonton to come and sit on our front porch that we call Kaleido and take in an amazing old neighborhood. Um, it is for our community. Our community is a neighborhood that it has a lot of underprivilege, and so we don't have a gate and we don't have any kind of tickets to come in to see amazing world-class performers, Edmontonians that are incredible musicians and, and theater people. Um, so it's truly for everyone, but the focus is to be able to open up those open up the gates to everyone so there isn't um there isn't a, a dollar connected so everyone is just seen as a as a patron and i i love i love that part of the festival but whatever people are able to contribute you will gladly accept right oh. as soon as you go to the website oh. you see a, a banner coming up saying that uh, you're really looking to bolster those fundraising efforts so tell us a little bit about the fifty thousand dollars that you're trying to raise and what that goes towards why is it so important christy it's to actually just keep the festival going right now, Chelsea. So we have received cuts from uh, corporates, from grantors, and it it has really hurt us. And we understand everybody after the pandemic has taken different hits, and so has our charity. And so when we found out, like we'd already been programming as we do, it's a, you know, festivals are a risky business because you don't know how much you really have, but you use past years as your guidepost. And when we found out that there were a $40,000 cut for one particular grant and then another twenty from another and then others that we'd get normally fifteen, I mean, this festival costs us $250,000 to make it happen. So it's basically to, to keep paying for a whole bunch of the operations and the and the artists and the production of of the festival going. So there's a couple different ways that people can donate. Obviously, you want to see you want to see attendance, and I want to get into some more detail about some of the examples of things that people can take part in and can enjoy this weekend. But when we're talking about the fundraising needed, I mean, you can donate on your GoFundMe page. You can access that right at the website for KaleidoFest.ca. Um, you can also buy a 50-50 ticket, which we know this city and this community really gets behind. So yeah. a great way to do it. A couple different ways that people can contribute and, and help raise that money, right? 
Absolutely. And then when they're on the festival site, we have this new fangled thing called Tip Tap. And so it's at the donation booths and also on site by the tube. So if people don't have cash, because they're realizing people don't have cash, so donation tubes don't really work so well. But it's actually a machine that you can just tap your debit card or credit card on it and um, or phone, and it takes $5 off. So if you want to give $20, you tap it four times. And so people can give that way. And we're hoping Edmonton does get behind us on your on the 50-50, because we all know and love the 50-50. And so that's another way. Or if you go to our website, you can become a monthly donor, which really does help long-term, right? But these are these are the ways that people can come on site or go onto our website and, and help us out. Yeah, I mean, Ched Nation, as you know, we were talking about mobile payments yesterday. These are something that are very common for a lot of people, so it really couldn't be easier to contribute and to, and to help raise some much-needed funds for such a fun event. Um, I've been down to the festival. Christy, this is why I asked you to describe it, because you're kind of getting like a mix of, of everything. It's really, it's a feast for the eyes and for the senses. So can you talk a little bit about what what are maybe some specific activities um, or maybe some things that you're really excited about for this weekend upcoming? Well, there is our Aurora Lantern Parade tomorrow night, Chelsea. So 7 o'clock, people can come to the Nina Haggerty Centre for the Arts, make some lanterns. There is also gigantic lanterns and these giant puppets that are amazing. And basically, they are uh, they, they we fill the street with lights and candles and music and drumming, and we drum down and walk down the street in a parade fashion to main stage. And so it's, it's pretty fantastic because it, it lands on main stage, and we have a Toronto band called... My son, the Hurricane, they are funk and folk, and they're amazing. They're in the parade, and then they jump out on the stage. Jesse Lipscomb is our MC, and it's a party. So it is so much fun tomorrow night. Then we go into improv afterwards. There's uh, improv by Grindstone Theatre. If you love that, you're going to enjoy that in the Community League. And then it just kicks off. I mean, this energy of Kaleido is contagious. So, like, Tawakan Village starts tomorrow. So that is our Indigenous Cree uh, village that is full of life and drumming and music and craft and bannock. Uh, then on the street vendors, it's just like, I don't know. I can't even say what my favorite stuff is, but um, there is so much they can do. Art workshops. There is Sarah Seri takeover of Kaleido, which is the Filipino community is taking over the parking lot. And uh, they're doing 22 different vendors and markets happening. Uh, so, yeah, like... The, the Jazz Alley, like Edmonton Jazz Alley, we have right here on the avenue, and it's uh, it's pretty fantastic. So Jeremiah McDade, um, Audrey Ochoa, just incredibly, you know, great people. Ray Beret is coming with some big band music. Uh, it's just full. There's like nine different pitches, and then we do flash mobs. Uh, Skona High School is coming with their musical theater to do Seasons of Love. Like, it's it's sort of like surprises everywhere. We have opera. We have Martin Kerr. <laughs> like it's, it's it's hard to it's hard to define what exactly is you know the most exciting thing because even just taking a look right now at the schedule for the main stage, Christy, on Saturday. I mean, it's I can't even count how many people you have coming to the stage uh, at a quick glance here because it's every fifteen minutes going to be a changeover of a different artist or yeah. a different performance. So there's just so much that's going to be featured this weekend, and something that I think is so important important for an area that I know you have endless passion for. So ultimately, you're bringing people to an area of the city that they might not be familiar with and might be a little bit surprised by. Talk a little bit about why you're so passionate about the Alberta Avenue area and that community as a whole. 
When we moved in here, my husband and I, 29 years ago, Chelsea, we really thought we were going to flip our house and move back to the south side where I grew <laughs> up. And uh, we never did. He ended up going to post-secondary. We stayed. We have a couple of children now. They're 27 and 26. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we love this neighborhood. The little small businesses, the little omas, the little Portuguese ladies down the street that bring us zucchinis every, you know, during through their garden. The neighbor, the neighborliness and the warmth of this community is so lovely. And, you know, we know that bringing back a soul to a neighborhood that was trodden down and left in the shadows for years and decades takes so much work to get back up again and back to our feet. And um, that's part of the joy of what we're doing is, is bringing back life and joy and soul to this neighborhood, to the children that are in the community, for them to come out and be so proud of something that's theirs. And um, that that's that's what keeps me going every day. Initiatives like this go such a long way to do that. And you are the spirit behind that. So, Christy, best of luck with this weekend. Can't wait to come down and check it out. Really appreciate you making the time this afternoon. Thanks, Chelsea. Come on down with, with your little one. We'd love to see everybody come and celebrate Kaleido.